are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Zesty. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Soy Pod. In this episode, I'll be talking about why I'm a bandwagoner during the NBA playoffs, and why it's been very positive mentally for me, and all its, and its benefits and drawbacks, I guess, to being a bandwagoner for NBA teams. Obviously, without the Toronto Raptors in the playoffs, um, there isn't really a default team that me, as a person living in Toronto, should quote-unquote support without facing repercussions. Of course, I'm a big LeBron James fan, so obviously I'll bandwagon the Lakers, because LeBron's on it. But, of course, it got he got knocked out in the first round of these NBA playoffs. Obviously, I was also bandwagoning Luka Doncic, who was who's um, one of the best players in the NBA and one of the best players in the league, um, who can drop triple-doubles, 30-point triple-doubles any time. So obviously I was bandwagoning Dallas in their first-round matchup. I was bandwagoning the Miami Heat since they're a really good team. They have Jimmy Butler, and they have a nice roster like Tyler Harrow, um, like popular characters, and I like to support popular characters like Tyler Harrow and Jimmy Butler, so... And they made the finals last year, so they're pretty good. So that's why I supported them in the first round. Obviously, I su- I'm a big supporter of the Brooklyn Nets, hence I, because s- of their big three superstars. So I support the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. For the Trailblazers and Nuggets, um, it was hard to choose between Jokic and Damian Lillard. So I, at the end, I didn't really care. Kind of had to give the edge to Nuggets, though, for the first round. So I supported the Nuggets a bit. For the 76ers series, I supported the 76ers because they're the best record in the league, they have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, both very good players. Knicks and Hawks and Knicks didn't really care. Jazz Grizzlies didn't really care. So yeah, um, and the, obviously the crushing blow to my um, bandwagon support was the loss between the Lakers and the Suns, when the Suns beat the Lakers in six games. That's very depressing, and I was considering to, one of my considerations to make was to whether or not to bandwagon the Suns, since... Obviously, they have CP3, Devin Booker. They're playing a semi-big market, so, and they have a lot of young players, so I could support them and support them in the future, which will be positive since I assume they'll be a very good team in the future, so there's no drawbacks of bandwagoning a very strong team. But um, I had to see who they're up against, and it ended up being the Denver Nuggets with Nikola Jokic, the MVP, and he had a very, very good carry performance against the Trailblazers, so I decided to bandwagon the Nuggets since they're the MVP. Um, and obviously, I did not know he would get shut down by DeAndre Ayton during the next round. But nonetheless, I bandwagoned the Nuggets. Um, for the Nets and Bucks series, obviously, I was supporting the Nets all the way. Kevin Durant and James Harden playing most series. That was, that was very cool to see. And for Mavericks and Clippers, pretty sad the Mavericks lost, but. Of course, I love to bandwagon the Clippers because they're a very strong team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So I was supporting them in the second round against Jazz. And for the Hawks and uh, Hawks and 76ers, I was bandwagoning the 76ers. Fast forward to the second round being over and now the conference finals. And right now I'm, I'm on the Clippers bandwagon, even though Paul George went out. I kind of support the Suns, so even if the Clippers lose, uh, I'll jump on the Suns' bandwagon since they've been very hot lately. Obviously, they lost the most recent game, but they're still up against the Clippers, who don't have Kawhi, so 
less of a reason to bandwagon the Clippers. So I'm still supporting the Clippers. And in terms of the other series, it's very disappointing that Brooklyn lost, but obviously I'll bandwagon on the Bucks since they have Giannis, a two-time MVP, reigning defense last year's Defensive Player of the Year. Um, Greek Freak, so obviously got to support the Greek Freak, and I'm supporting them in the Eastern Conference Finals. And yeah, the bandwagoning journey is pretty cool, um, since I don't really have to super devote myself too much to a specific team long term. It's just cool supporting the team that's winning, which is the spirit of bandwagoning. And I love supporting the popular and best players in the league, which is very exciting as well. I might have to Jump on the Hawks bandwagon because of Trey Young, especially what he did in Game One against the Bucks, forty-eight points. Um, his emerging superstar. So, if the Hawks and Suns make the finals, it's very hard to choose between each, either of them. I might bandwagon on both sides, just depending on who wins the previous game, since that's a good way to tell who to support for the next game to make sure to maximize um your happiness and satisfaction. And yeah, I'm pretty happy that. Most teams I support right now are in the conference finals. I've jumped on the bandwagon and had a good time. And yeah, it seems pretty fun. Um, overall, um, not overall, but just in general, um, in the, during the NBA playoffs, it's pretty good to bandwagon on some teams since not too many upsets happen, except for th- during this year's playoffs. Like in previous years, there aren't too many upsets that happen from time to time. So it's pretty easy to bandwagon on a good team and only have to switch a few times before they win the finals. Which, pretty happy, especially during the Golden State era. That was very easy to bandwagon. Very easy to bandwagon on the Cleveland Cavaliers, Miami Heat over those past few years. Spurs, Lakers before that, Celtics, and it goes on. So yeah, um, compared to hockey, um, it's much more easier to bandwagon on a team in the NBA since there's much less luck and upsets involved, relatively speaking, even though they do happen from time to time, such as blowing 3-1 leads. So yeah, I guess during this playoff series um, year, it's very unexpected due to injuries, um, the shortened offseason from last season, and a bunch of other factors in general, hence the blown 2-0 leads, Clippers coming back during each of those two deficits, Bucks coming back from deficits of their own as well during the Nets series and yeah so overall I'm not too bad not too bad pretty solid um stuff I'm pretty happy overall the results of the playoffs so far because bandwagoning really really there's no really upsets if your team loses just bandwagon the other team um yeah that's why I've never really been too upset about teams losing since or teams I support losing since I don't really support them. I'm just on the bandwagon. I can hop off to the other one and I'll be just as happy. Um, so yeah, so how do I feel about the playoffs so far? I might do a more in-depth analysis so far, but from what it looks, it seems like, well, from the most recent games, it seems like the Clippers and Bucks are both well-positioned to win their respective series. Chris Paul comes back, might be a bit rusty. He's He looked a bit rusty last game. Maybe they could improve in tonight's game four. But overall, um, I don't think um, I, I still think Paul George has the capacity to carry the Clippers to a series victory. And obviously, if Trey Young doesn't drop forty-eight points, the Hawks didn't win Game Two. So if this, if their pl- style play continues, I'm pretty sure the Bucks can 
cruise to their finals appearance where I hope they win, but you never know. Um, so yeah, that's it for this shortened episode of the Zesty Zoypod. Just a quick explanation of why I'm bandwagoning the NBA playoffs, how beneficial it is, and yeah, how I'm pretty much at maximum satisfaction all the time. Thanks for listening, and stay zesty.